You better ask a lawyer. 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 Powered by Roxel Richards Law Firm. Hello, 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 everybody. I am glad to be back here on Ask a Lawyer. And today I want to answer a question that may help somebody out there who maybe has suffered a food allergy um, as a result of maybe buying a particular dish at a restaurant and something has happened to them and they don't know what they should do. So this particular Ask a Lawyer question is going to be, can I pursue a claim against a restaurant for my food allergy claim? Now, here's a set of facts that I'm going to give you, okay? Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this, first of all, you guys, is because I was met with a case um, where I, I had a particular client come in who suffered an allergic reaction to some food that she purchased. And so I've never done this type of claim before, so I had to go in and pull up case law and all this kind of stuff and analyze the law and then come up with whether or not she could pursue a claim against them. So this was definitely a lot of work. And I just want to share this with some lawyers out there, somebody out there who may be faced with the same situation. And this could possibly help you. Um, if you're a lawyer and you're not here in Texas, um, or are you a person that's not here in Texas and you have this probably happen to you, I will give you the case site and you can probably just shepherdize this case and find some case law um, in your state that would be analogous to the situation that I'm talking about today. Now, let's say, for example, I'm going to give you the facts in this situation. Let's say, for example, you have gone to a restaurant and you have a allergy to a specific ingredient. Um, you see a particular dish that you like. You inquire by asking the server of the food, does this particular dish contain a specific ingredient that you are allergic to? For example, and in this example, I'm going to say shellfish. You tell them then that you also have an allergic reaction to, um, to shellfish and you particularly ask them, hey, does that dish contain shellfish? I am allergic to shellfish and I cannot have shellfish and they tell you, no, it doesn't. Now you then specifically ask, hey, does, can you please tell me the ingredients um, to this particular dish, they run off the list of ingredients to you and it, they omit that the fact that this particular dish doesn't have this ingredient. So now your head, you're like, okay, this doesn't have this particular ingredient. So it's good to go ahead and purchase. You then go and purchase the food. And unfortunately what happens, the particular dish has the exact ingredient in this case, shellfish that you are allergic to. In this situation, do you have a claim? I would argue, yes, you do have a claim. And the legal claim under which you would pursue a claim against the restaurant, if my in, in this set, set of circumstances and in my client's set of circumstances, would be negligence and possibly DTPA. Now, we all know what the elements of, of negligence are. Duty, breach, causation, damages. So... Just to simplify it a little bit better, they were obviously under a duty to disclose whether or not this particular um, dish contained shellfish. You And this is because you actually told them that you were allergic to shellfish. You actually may ask them, does this particular dish contain shellfish? And they ask, actually read off ingredients to you and they omit that particular agreement, ingredient 
that you're allergic to and then you purchase it so in this particular situation there was a duty for them to disclose it it obviously we know what the breach is we obviously know what happens to you and we obviously know the damages that are incurred um or that you suffered as a result now we get over here to the other claim that i would argue and that is dtpa now what is dtpa um, here in Texas, DTPA 17.46B24 states as follows, a false, misleading, or deceptive act or practice to include failing to disclose information concerning goods or service that was known at the time of the transaction if such failure to disclose such information was intended to induce the consumer into a transaction in which the consumer would not have entered into had the information been disclosed. In my particular set of circumstances, that's exactly what happened. They failed to disclose the particular dish had this particular ingredient. The server knew at the particular time um, and made a representation at the particular time that this particular dish did not contain um, this particular ingredient, in my case, shellfish. So they definitely was aware at the time specifically when they gave you the list that it did not have it and you relied on that and you purchased it so that's what triggers the dtpa so i hope this answers and clears up some ambiguity out there for what types of legal claims you can bring against the restaurant um, if this particular situation happens to you now here's what you can do to protect yourself to help an attorney out there if you have this sort of situation happen to you, or let's say, for example, this doesn't happen to you, but you're somebody who has an allergy and you just want to make sure you want to protect yourself um, so that if this does happen to you, you can actually go to your lawyer with some, some good stuff to help you, the lawyer build the case for you. The first thing I want you to do, and you want to grab a pen and paper, you guys, first thing that you want to do, and this is for anybody. I'm actually going to create some sort of card that you can actually download where you can just kind of keep this handy and you can just write this down and keep it keep it with you. So in the event you suffer an allergic reaction, you'll have this information already memorialized. You can just give it to an attorney. First thing you want to do is get the address of the restaurant. The second thing you want to do is identify the manager working get his or her name get their title get the phone number then you want to identify the chef in the kitchen what's their name then you want to identify the server exactly by his or her name and then you also want to make sure the server tells you the ingredients have the server even write them down for you okay do you want to also keep your receipt and then you want to also document what your allergic reaction is. And then you also want to make sure you write down who was with you at the time. Get their information. If it's your friend, if it's like your mother. Um, and that's that's very um, that's very crucial because if it's like somebody who's close to you, you may even they may even possibly have a claim for a, a bystander claim as well. Um, and then you also want to make sure to document everything that's happened to you as a result of you inhaling this particular dish with this particular ingredient. Okay. Um, now there is a case and I'm going to give you guys a site that I use and kind of
kind of developing that's my phone you guys sorry but you guys kind of want to write down this particular um this web this particular case that i looked at in reviewing um my client's case and in this particular case the jury actually came back and or the yeah i believe it was the jury hmm, let me look at my notes here Hmm. not sure i think the court actually uh granted the directed verdict claim on the plaintiff's dtpa claim that they tried to bring and then they also actually came back and found um the plaintiff contributorily responsible for what happened and in her case she actually had a um, a shellfish allergy, right? Which is kind of like what I'm talking to you guys about right now in my hypothetical. So in her particular case, um, the one of the reasons why they found her contributorily negligent is because it wasn't clear as to whether or not the salmon croquette that she ordered, it wasn't clear as to whether or not she specifically asked whether or not the salmon croquette had um, or contained the ingredient of shellfish that was not clear her testimony kept going back and forth between she and her friend um so that wasn't clear also another the other reason why that the dtpa claim failed was because that because the court reasoned that there was no evidence in the record that the employee who told her that the croquettes contained only salmon failed to disclose information that she knew at the time or that it was done to induce her to buy the croquettes what does that mean? That particularly means that this particular server didn't even know like what the salmon even contained. Like, has she actually known the ingredients and she told um, the plaintiff what the ingredients were at the time? And, you know, that was actually done to induce her. That claim probably would not have failed, but there was no evidence to show that. And so in my fact scenario that I just gave you guys, they're actually um there actually is evidence of that right so that was the reason why that claim failed the particular case site is uh it's Givens and floyd versus lubies inc texas court of appeals second district 2015 you can actually go to that case read more about that um if, if you're a lawyer out there and are met with this this will kind of give you some guidance it was definitely gave me so much clarity on this particular claim and i hope this helps you guys um, again, my name is attorney Roxelle Richards. I'm licensed here in Texas as well as California. And if for some reason, this particular situation happens to you, give me a call. I'd like the opportunity to review your case to see if your set of facts rises to the level of asserting a legal claim. My phone number is 713-974-0388. Um, you can also go to ask a lawyer podcast.com and submit your questionnaire i'd love to answer your question on our next episode thank you so much and you can also find me at getinjuryhelp.net look forward to hearing from you guys soon and again my name is attorney roxelle richards thank you you better ask a lawyer powered by roxelle richards law firm 713-974-0388